Section 3 of Stories of the Scottish Border by Mr. and Mrs. William Platt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ju. Introduction 3. What the Border Names Tell Us Many a name holds a meaning wrapped up within itself, like a nut in its shell. For instance, Edinburgh is a Saxon name, Edwin's Burg, and the word tells us that this noble city, though now the capital of Scotland, was originally founded by and belonged to a Saxon king of Northumbria. The Highlanders, in their own Gaelic language, called it Dunedin. This has the same significance as Edinburgh, but like most Gaelic names, it is arranged in the reverse order to that in which an English name is generally put together. Dun means Burg, Edin is Edwin. This is the same Dun that we have in Dundee, which means the Burg on the Tay, and might be translated as Tabra. Dumbarton means the Burg of the Britons, and teaches us another notable lesson, namely how far north in the old times the British influence extended. For British, in this case, means Welsh. Nowadays, we associate the Welsh with Wales only. Formerly, there must have been a numerous colony of Welsh in Scotland, as the name Dumbarton testifies, as also many Scottish family names. The great name of Wallace itself, for instance, suggests such an origin, for Wallace is merely a corrupt form of the word Welsh, and proves that the great national hero was of Welsh extraction. Then Cumberland, Cymru land, means the land of the Welsh, or Cymru, as they call themselves. The county of Cumberland did not really belong to the English till the time of William Rufus. The first syllable of Carlisle denotes a Celtic fortified town, and must be compared with the first syllable of Carnarvon. The presence of the Roman wall is shown in many names in Northumberland, such as Wall's End, Walltown, Walridge, Heddon on the Wall, Wallhouses and Thirlwall. For a very interesting instance of what a name tells us, we may leave the border for a moment and consider why the northernmost part of Scotland is called Sutherland. It must have been so named by people living in the Orkney and Shetland Isles of a different race from the Scotch, that is, North settlers in those islands. With regard to surnames, how many stop to think that Oliphant is merely a form of elephant, and was originally an allusion to a big, burly ancestor? Grant, which is the same as Grand, must also have been once applied to one who was a giant in size. The Frasers somehow got their name from the French word for a strawberry, fraise. The odd-looking scrimger means simply a scrimmager or skirmisher. Turnbull recalls one who turned the bull at a bull-baiting. The well-known Gladstains or Gladstone 
It has nothing to do with glad, but is from gleed, an old word for the kite, and commemorates some stone where these birds frequented. A clue is from the killing of a buck in a clue or ravine. The Christian names of the borderers are full of life and local colour and differ much from those of southern England. Bartram is the northern form of Bertram, Nigel of Neil, Jelen of Julian, Ringan of Ninian. It was the general custom to abbreviate Christian names or use them in the diminutive form, as is constantly the practice in these border ballads. Hobby stands for Hulbert, a fine old name which must not be confused with Albert. Dandy or Dandry is Andrew. Ecky is Hector. Lammy is Lambert. Lenny is Leonard. Adam becomes in the familiar form Achy. Christian becomes Christy. Gilbert becomes Gibby. Another peculiarity of the ballads is the regular recurrence of such phrases as the laird's jock, the laird's what, ringan's what, etc. These expressions mean John the son of the laird, Walter the son of the laird, Walter the son of ringan, or Ninian. End of section three of Stories of the Scottish Border Recording by Jules